This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This is the besotted Pride of West London podcast. It is the last post-match podcast of the season and we decided to come up to sunny Huddersfield, which if you've never been to Huddersfield, it is an absolutely wicked way day. If you know your football, you know the places to go to. QPR is obvious, all these other places, Fulham, they're all obvious. It's lovely, Leighton Orient down the road, Reading, they're too obvious. Places like Huddersfield, wicked, wicked away day. You find the right bars to go to, absolutely teething tremendous. We've come here, great hospitality in Herbert's Bar here, and we've toodled on down to the old John Smith Stadium today, and we watched the Bees, and the Bees had a tremendous game, smashing the Huddersfield off the park 5-1. I'm still ecstatic. I've got you, the Allard. You seem a little bit calmer than me. How are things in your camp? I'm, not, I'm, I'm always a bit calmer than you, Bill, but I am, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's been a brilliant day out, actually. I got here very, very late, which is unusual. Um, but, yeah, uh, literally, I mean, the first goal put me right in the mood, and um, apart from, I don't want to do negatives at all. We were, you know, we're a little bit scratchy, maybe, towards the end of the first half but yeah what a what, you know what what a, terrific, what a brilliant second half performance and what a brilliant second half performance and like I said the people came on and I've, I've mentioned this on the on, on the video podcast which you'll see on besotted.co.uk as well there's a number of people on that pitch who to be quite honest with you has absolutely put their two fingers up to the doubters that are out there haven't they they've been performances over the last few weeks and also today which you've had to turn and you've had to do the old nod of the head haven't you yeah yeah I mean we were saying about Barbe last week um, another good game another good solid game today um, Kirsch Bamber was involved at times today and um, you know he's we're seeing a bit from him, so all good there. Viva came I had, on. I thought he had a very good game, Kurzweil. I thought he went missing in the first half, I'm honest. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying it as I see it. In a, in a patch, yeah. 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 Um, and, um, you know, and, and Viva again came on. And, um, you know, we took Hogan off and, and you sort of, you know, and then you bring Viva on and suddenly we just look as, you know, we look, we just... We, the cutting edge was still there and that was great so That's right. and yeah, interesting really as well and we, I've got to mention this isn't on the negative there were a few fans you know, a little section of fans Beast fans maybe 10-15 who booed Swift when he came on quite 
quite vehemently that booing him all the way through that he's playing this game. There's a few people say to him, why are you booing Smith? And the best thing that he did, he just turned around, got the ball and absolutely smashed it in the back of the net while they were still booing him. It's almost like he kind of heard the conversations that were happening, didn't they? You know what? Um, quite often in those situations, players um, go missing or or they, you know, or, or effectively they pass rather than shoot. And, um, you know, fair play to Swift. Um, I, 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 I've never sort of put him in the Van La Parra mould in terms of what he did. I've always thought, you know, he's a young kid. It was a retweet, all of that stuff. Um, so I'm not going to boo him. Um, and, um, well, the, and the, but the booing wasn't for that. The booing is because of his, his performance at QPR, apparently. Oh, really? I, I, I imagined it was more the, of the... OK, well, whatever. I mean, the, basically, OK, OK, if it's about performances, he's a young kid. So, you know... Ultimately, they're playing in the Brentford shirt. You want them to play well. Booing kids does not work. Indeed, but let's bring it back onto the positive light. Brentford scored five goals today. We must be one of the top five or top four goal, goal scorers in this league. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know, um, we are, I guess, just, you know, it's, it, it's counter-attacking, isn't it? And that what it, that's what it was today. Um, you can, you know, you can go up and look at the Premier League and see how Leicester are doing it. Um, that seems to be the way that we can, um, you know, we, we can get results in games at the moment, and that's what, and that's a that's a really good thing. Um, I think, you know, we have to have a little bit of reality check because we are beating teams that are below us, and that's been pretty much the story of the season. When we played a bunch of teams above us, we've lost. When we played a bunch of teams below us, we've won. Um, and um, and there's and there's still a lot of work to be done. Let's not kid ourselves. Um, we are a good mid-table side. Um, if you, if up, people up, eat, up a mid-table, please. Okay. Well, uh, if people expect to go to the next level, then then you know we're you know they, they may. I, I'm a bit worried there's going to be more unrealistic expectations next year, and. Um, because of the brilliant finish this year, and um, and I think I think when that happens, you know, people start to get down, even though you're mid-table and stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, we've we, got to be realistic. No, no, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We got we, we're gonna we've got to strengthen. We've got to strengthen. Absolutely. But the fact is that if you looked at those players, you think that maybe three or four or five of them on that pitch might be on the bench next season. Yeah, that's a pretty strong bench. Yeah, I, I agree, and I and I know where the you know I know where I think the flaws are. Um, I'm not going to go into it now. We'll talk about it on a podcast in um you know later in the, on. Late in the summer. Yeah, in, in, during the summer. We'll talk about it on the podcast then. But I, I think I know where the flaws are, and we'll go through that then. Um, but but for now, let's enjoy it. So look, bees in the house here. We're right in the middle of Borough. Good hospitality here. Good vibes here, isn't it? Like you know, one of the, well, I think one is probably one of the top six away days of the season. Oh yes, happy days in here. There's a few uh, Huddersfield in here as well. They're all pretty sporting. Saying congratulations, saying how rubbish they were, but uh, say we're a decent side as well. But it's all good natured. All good fun, some good beer, happy days. Look, look, Brentford today, look, you know, before the game, did you think that we're going to go out there and smash Huddersfield off the park 5-1? I, I couldn't envisage 5-1, to be honest. I thought we'd get some goals in us because we're playing well for the confidence. Wasn't sure Huddersfield would play it. They lost 4-0 to Bristol City. You might think they might be on the beach today. But 5-1, I couldn't see that coming. I thought we'd win, but not 5-1. Look, any players out there again that did it for you today? Or, I mean, I know everyone says it's a team thing, but again, there was you know there were players out there doing it. And I'm just wondering because for people, there's a lot of people there that weren't at the game. We were at the game, and there's there anyone out there who you thought done the business? I reiterate, it's a, it's a team game and fine, but um, I think the centre midfield did well. Um, there's some nice, lovely slide rule passes going in, but you got to look at the forwards, Hogan particularly. 
From the minute he really came in, second game maybe anyway, he looked to position himself well in between the defenders, off the shoulder, make the runs at the right time, bend the runs. The forwards, they know what they're doing. And now if they, if they show they know what they're doing, the midfield know how to play them in. So the defence have been solid, but the midfield are now linking up with the front, front men particularly well. So it's really an attacking force. We showed it with five goals. Listen, Beast fan here in the house as well. You must be obviously delighted. Um, and the Beast fans in the house here, Huddersfield's fans in the house here. I mean, we're obviously delighted. You're not so delighted, even though it was the last game of the season. No, no. Yeah, I'm a Huddersfield Town fan through and through, a season ticket holder. Yeah, um, pretty disappointing today. Uh, Brentford scoring in 21 seconds. It's 21 uh, seconds to go, though. 21 seconds to go. You never know in the middle it's 21 right. seconds to go. Yeah, we, we, yeah not good. Uh, I just felt that uh, town just weren't uh, turning up today. Uh, it's like we're already on holiday. Nothing to play for. Having said that, pretty disappointing. They expected a bit more out of them. I think losing Jed Steer early on uh, replace is that your goalkeeper yeah, yeah that's uh, our goalkeeper who uh, who's uh, on loan from Aston Villa and going back there although we will be playing Aston Villa next season yay uh, so our, our new goalie uh, he's never played for the first team before I think he's only about 19 uh, you know he made a couple of good stops and then it all went pear-shaped but having said that our defence was absolutely atrocious and uh, Brentford deserved everything they got so well done Brentford thank you very much listen Scans the Scannel I like the Scannel yeah. I think he'd be a dangerous player yeah. I know he's just come back from injury That's he was right. causing problems at our, at, in our little dicky period in the first half wasn't he yeah. Yeah, Scans is a great player, but unfortunately, as you say, coming back from injury, not fully fit. Uh, we're hoping to see a lot more from him next season. Uh, when he's on form, he's an absolute dream to watch. Listen, next season we'll be back here again. We do love our days out in Huddersfield. We do like alternative days out. Preston, Huddersfield, you know, even Borough, places like that, you know, not your Fulhams or your Keepyards or your Reddings. Nah. This is the place to come to. You guys. Or Millwall. Yeah, you guys are proper, proper, proper football fans. Are really nice people. Thanks for your hospitality. See you next season. Yeah, nice to speak to you, and hopefully uh, we'll go down to Brentford next time. So, I'm stood here in Herbert's bar. This is this is our manor now. What happens is that, you know, we've got our pub, The Globe, in London. But this is a man that I met back in London years ago, years and years ago. We've kept in touch now, and he's come up here. He runs a bar called Herbert's Bar. So every time we come up to Huddersfield, we hang out in Herbert's Bar. There was about 50, 60 Brentford fans in here before the game. The place was buzzed. I don't know where you Huddersfield were. I thought you guys were going to be loyal supporters. What, what happened to you? Well, I think the fans, pretty much like the players, have decided to go on holiday a weekend early. Actually, <laughs> two weeks early. Yeah. Excuse the voice. So. Yeah, it's, um, I don't know if the voice is croaking, because you could have been singing today. I wasn't, I, know, <laughs> I wasn't singing. I was shouting. <laughs> but listen, listen, today, we've had a great day today. I mean, I know it's only in the season. doesn't really matter. We thought that we turned the screw on you guys. And I know before the game when I said we're going to beat you and you laughed at me. But I think that you must have been a little bit surprised how we came out of the traps at you guys, were you? Well, you came out, you pass, you push the ball well, you run off, you do the triangles, stuff that we've been trying to do with the new manager. Um, yeah, you got the goal, which was a bad back pass. It wasn't really through open play, really. Uh, your lad went through, keeper did a good save. 
first half. That was Hogan, who, yeah, um, yeah, just to yeah. let you know, that guy Hogan, he's been out for two years. Yeah, it's a good comeback. He's had a good, he's had a good 40 minutes. And I think the second half, we started all right. We got that equaliser. I actually thought, here we go, a little bit, little bit of football in the second half, see how it goes. And then, for some reason, they all changed into flip-flops and it all went chaos. Well, I think the, the Super B's just turned the screwy for let's, let's, let's move it up from second gear to second and a half, maybe third gear. And all of a sudden, there were people coming from all over the place, weren't they? Well, we look like a team full of people that were on holiday or going back to the parents' club, definitely. So, look, so listen, it's end of the season now. We've got a new season coming next season. You've got a manager, to be fair, who's, as you say, is trying to play football. Can you see some sort of light at the end of the tunnel? Because you were, at the beginning of the season, were looking a little bit dicky, weren't it? Well, the fact of the matter is, I've never been as optimistic about Huddersfield Town with a manager, should I say. I've always been optimistic with the team, but with the manager. This manager looks like he knows what he wants, he knows what football to play, he knows what players he likes and what he would like, and he's not afraid to actually show it on the pitch. He's kept players out of the team, um, I think on purpose, because they're not, they're not good enough or they're not the right attitude. And, um, and, and I think next year, instead of square pegs in round holes with the right team together, we can push on. And I'll be honest with you, I've never seen Huddersfield Town fans look as happy. So I'm, other, I'm than, happy. other than that, the final whistle today, of course. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, today, today, last week aside, I've, never, I've not seen town fans look this happy for a long, long time. So it's, it's good football. We press, we, we, press the, we press the other team. We're attacking, and we're, but we're still playing with one man up front and we look like we can score, which is a world away from this time last year. OK, well, listen, we look forward to seeing you next season. All I'll say, Herbert's bath, thanks for the hospitality. And, you know, every time we come up here, we have a good laugh. You come back down to London and we have a good crack as well, yeah? Thank you, mate. Appreciate everything you do for us. Thank you. So listen, so listen, as you know, listen, the, the, the Pride of West London podcast brings you all sorts of characters from all sorts of manners, like I'm saying. We like to bring you people that you never expect to come on the podcast today. And now we have actually Jason Whiteley. Now Jason Whiteley was actually the linesman at the game today. He, he actually lined the Huddersfield versus Brentford game today. And it was your last game today now. How, how, was, that, how was this game for you, Jason? Uh, emotional, busy. Uh, but yeah, I asked to come to Huddersfield. Uh, end of season game, which didn't quite turn into end of season game. Quite a feisty little game. Uh, loads of goals, tight goals, but overall fantastic game. Listen, I mean, you've you've obviously you've you've you've, you've officialed so many games in your life. So you've seen games at lower level, upper level, and as you said, it's interesting because you thought this would be an end of season petering out one. But I mean, Brentford were a potty for it, and Huddersfield they had a little period where they looked like they come back into it. But no, but just from your kind of perspective, you know, take your linesman hat off. What do you think of the the team and the players out there, and, and the way that say they, they played? I think the uh, the mark of how they set the stall out was what was the first goal? Twenty one seconds. Twenty one second by Sergio Canos. There you go. So that set the seal for the game. Uh, and then you knew the beach towels were down at that point. You knew Brentford were there to win, and we had a game on our hands. Okay, we had the game on our hands. And listen, you as a linesman, how do you look at this? Because did you do you think? Tell you something. You know, it's an end-of-season game, so it's not going to be that niggly. You know, we're going to let a few challenges off, all that kind of stuff. Or are you going to be as vigilant as you always be for, the, for a game like this? Thoroughly professional. Oh, no, no, of course, of course you are. You know, <laughs> of course, you can't say anything else but, like, you know. Scott Hogan, as you see today, scored two goals today. Um, 
I don't know if you know about him, but he's been out for two years with a cruciate injury. So he's only been back for about three or four games, been playing for about 10, 15 minutes a game just to give him. We actually gave him a half and a bit today. What do you think of the Hogan? The Hogan? He looked good, looked good, looked sharp. He's faster than me. And I'm trying to chase him down on the line. Yeah. And now he scored a good goal, I believe, as well. He scored a couple of good goals as well, yeah. So you're a... first goal. The first goal for Scott Hogan was fairly tight. That, that was on your side, was it? Very tight on my side, yeah. But happy. Happy. What's the, champ what's the championship show tonight? I'm happy. All right, so, so basically you're saying that because Scott Hogan plays off the, the defender's shoulders and what he does, ball comes in and he runs off it and he's beaking the offside track with his speed and his strength. But you're saying that you called that one right. He was not offside. Is that correct? No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying. Is that correct? Jason is done Jason. I'm, I'm calling it good, yeah. You're calling I'm it good, and we're, good. And, we're, and we're going with you there as well. And we all agree. All, agree all the Brentford fans are 100% behind you in that one, mate. You know what I'm saying? Jason's the best linesman in uh, Huddersfield tonight. <laughs> so listen, Jason, look, uh, game's over, season's over for you now. What, what, where, does, where does it go from here? So I'm now officially retired. Okay. After eight seasons on the Football League, this was my last game. Done and dusted. So what are you, you, you going to do? What are you going to say? What you, what, what's, what's the vibe? Family time, two little girls. Okay. Family time. Okay, which is fair enough. So basically, because it is quite difficult. Football every week, you're out on a Saturday or a Tuesday, all over the gaff. But listen, what you, th what I think, what's happened is that you looked at that game today and you said, "I've seen the mighty, mighty bees absolutely smash the Huddersfield off the park. It's not going to get any better than this. I'm handing my cards in right now." And and, and the referees' association was shocked. But hey, fair play to you, Jace. How can I follow a game like that? Quality. Well done, my friend. Nice one, mate. Well done. So so today, so so today, there's been some sort of uh, on the train. Is one of these things you go to the away games, and there's some. Um, there's a bit of kind of composing sometimes that goes on. And today there was composing, a little bit of appropriation of a song out there, twisted a little bit. And the boys, they're bit, you know, suitably lubricated after five goals as well. And apparently there's a song that's floating out there about the Championi song. How does it go, Lex? It goes, oh, so interesting so basically championis everyone said we're going out the league one but we're beating fulham for fun and keep you for fun quite an interesting twist on a song I think that's probably been floating around every now and again, isn't it, boys? Yeah, it has been. It's and been really good to see the bank. <laughs> well said, it's fun for you. We're never, we're, but we're never going to go to. The, interest, the thing is that we're never actually, we're actually never going to go to Central Bank unless we beat them in the cup and they get to the third round, isn't it? No, and we want them to be there. If anybody wants Lincoln to get to the third round next year, they need to be supporting us. If not, Dulwich, you boys get there. You take Lincoln. We'll be supporting you. We'll have a wicked. So listen, listen. Today we five one, five one to the beast today. Just talk me through that game because like it was proper, wasn't it? It was a proper result, and I think there's been a lot of negative feeling over the season as we built up. We got more and more happy. I mean, I have to be a massive shout to Dean Smith. He's done a lot for the team. I will be the first one to say when we were in that dire trouble, when we thought it was all going wrong, I was one of the first people to be questioning what he was doing. 
but he's brought a lot of the people through. And I think one of the people that we all talked about today, that we all feel is really finding his feet, is uh, Kirsch Baumer. I'm really happy for him, couldn't be more pleased. And when we played today, we played a high line, we played the counter-attack. Every time we cut it through, one-on-one, -on -one, and we've got the boys that can deliver on the other end. Every time, one-on-one, -on -one, finishing how they do. It's looking good for next season. So you're saying the project is back on track, is it? I think the project is back on track. I personally, I think for us followers, for us regular people, we may have felt the project was off track. And I think the people up top always knew it was on track, always believed in it, always knew where it was going, and we're now reaping the rewards of their fucking hard work. Okay, and the thing is that we don't get too carried away because as Allard said earlier, there's still work to be done, there's still holes in there, but at the end of the day is that, I, you know, and this is, I've said this from the beginning of the season is that, you know, Kirch Baumel has never been in the team, Goggy has never been in the team, you know, probably Saunders has never been in the team, but the fact is that if you've got these players playing like this and they're coming off your bench and you've got another players that are coming in, not saying we will do that, but if you've got that scenario and they're playing together and you've got a squad where it's a team, not like a team of individuals, that's a really good thing for next season. And what Dean Smith has done is he's now instilled the confidence in the fans that whatever comes in, whatever he's working towards, there is now a kind of belief that give him time and he can work it, he can achieve it, and he can do whatever he wants. I mean, good result today, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I missed a couple of the goals because uh, it was a nice sunny day and I was out having a beer, but it was fantastic. I said, As I said on the train on the way up, it's going to be 5-1, and it was 5-1. And it was fantastic. Scott Hogan missed that absolute sitter in the first half and decided, no, 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 no. I have to, I have to, I have to make up for it. I have to make up for it. Bang two in without a fucking problem. He's just like, sort of goal. Like, yeah. Today, and we were just talking about this, you know, Huddersfield last game of the season. It's nice to come. First of all, I'm so happy that we've got a proper away game last game of the season. Normally it's great. We've got, you know, Doncaster and all these things at home but to me away game last game of the season is always more fun more exciting especially if you've got something to play for you know imagine if we had to come to Huddersfield here and we had to get promoted or win the league it'd be fantastic like you know I love last game of the season away games you can hear dead rubber and you can see these lots singing in the background that's what it's all about but it was a great, great day out and a great performance for Brentford when they really could have just rolled over, couldn't they? It was an absolutely brilliant way to finish the season off. 5-1 away, some stunning goals, some players playing at, their, at, their, at the, the peak that we've seen them so far. I thought um, Ryan Woods came of age today. I thought Kirschbaumer put in a, a, a very, very good performance. At least one or two goals were set up by him. I think um, I think a couple of them are kind of revelling in the fact that McCormack's not been around, where they, they've had to step up to the mark. I thought some of Kirschbaumer's and Wood's service was, was, was kind of service that Jurisin would have loved. Um, we, I think some of the balls that were played through for, for Hogan, he, 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 would have, he would have loved to have gotten the end of them, but we, maybe we didn't, we didn't use him in the right way or he didn't get the right play. You know, say la vie, serendipity is that Hogan's back, he's on fire, Bill. You know, we caught up with him, watched the video, had a little chat with Scotty Hogan um, as he was getting away from the ground. Sorry, so this is on the besotted video, it's which is going to be out. the video, yeah, which will be on up. The Huddersfield, yeah. Um, it will be up over the next day or so. Or so we spoke to you, met Scott Hogan out the ground, is that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was running up the road with his flip-flops. Um, 
So, uh, yeah, you're right. You know, to, to finish off the season with a, a really good sunny away day up north, train trips included, nice friendly boozer. Um, the locals have been excellent. I thought, I thought the Huddersfield fans, they got a lot of stick today, but I thought, credit to them, they, they sang with 5-1 down and they were still still singing and waving their flags, you know. They can only do so much. I thought, I thought the, the, their stadium looked stunning today. Um, you know, yeah, what, what, what a brilliant day, mate. What a brilliant day. So listen, we're going to just call this off. All I'm going to say, first of all, is that everyone that's been listening to us all season, we so appreciate you listening to our podcast. You feed us back through Twitter, Facebook, email us, or you just talk to us in the pub and just say how much you've enjoyed it. Thanks very much, because it kind of pushes us on. Because some, We don't know when we're doing these things, but thank you very much. We do enjoy doing them. We enjoy, as you know, coming out here to football games, speaking to Brentford fans, speaking to away fans. We particularly enjoy speaking to away fans. It's absolutely great. They give us great reactions as well. And, uh, you know, and we just do, you know, we just, we just love this. And we just say to you, look, you know, if you haven't been to games, try and get out to as many games as possible. Don't do the obvious ones. Keep the R full and all that lot. Nonsense. Trying to get to places that you've never been before. Book three months in advance. Because those are the games which are like little jewels. You never know what's going to go on there. And you have the proper, proper laughs. And, and seeing, seeing some of the towns and cities around this brilliant country we live in. You know, Huddersfield today, a lot of people think it's a down northern town. It isn't, mate. It's a, it's a, it's a thriving, buzzing northern city. And, you know... You need to get out there and see the place that you're proud to live in. So come, come and see it. So come and see it. Respect to the bees. Listen, besotted.co.uk, audio boom, besotted as well. Um, like I said to you, we are absolutely and totally proud of this Brentford team. A lot of people gave them a lot of stick this season. Some of it for good reasons. Some of it is like, fair enough, you know, don't do it. But it doesn't matter. We all support the same team. Hopefully everyone will get back next season. Start supporting the team for the right reasons, as opposed to fractions and politics or all that bollocks that goes on. We're not interested in that. I think the people out there have proven they at least kind of know what they're doing, even though there are a lot of fuck-ups this season. They'll put their act to that. So this is absolutely great. We're ninth in the, in the league, above Keep Yard with their parachute money, above Fulham with their parachute money, above all these other teams. We're doing fantastically. We're going to bring in some new players next season, probably five or six. Some of them are already in the bag, lined up. So this is going to be a very exciting time for Brentford. We've got one more podcast next Wednesday, um, Tuesday we're going to do. It's going to be out next Thursday. Check that out. We're going to get all our guests on. That's going to be a lot of fun. Don't know how we're going to do that. So check that out next week. And then we're going to have about maybe two or three or four or five podcasts during the summer. So check them out. Just listen out and be excited. But listen, thanks for listening again. But what we're going to say to you, we beat Huddersfield 5-1 today. And there's going to be an absolute cheer from their characters in the pub, as they say. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. No, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. 
This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport, powered by fans.